This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight, it's E.T.'s Friendsgiving special. We're inside Central Park and celebrating with the cast. We're on the actual set now, guys. The real deal. Oh, my God. It's an E.T. exclusive. (laughs) Your favorite guest stars. Bloopers you've never seen. Secrets from the set. I don't want to get in trouble with with Courtney, but she does have soft lips. And what the stars revealed to E.T. about the big reunion in the works. There's a lot of different ideas. We're still pretty tight. And it's a big if we ever did reunite, let's do it on Entertainment Tonight. This really is one of those <laughs> days where I look around, I'm like, how in the world did we get here? We've got Welcome good gigs. everyone back inside Central Park for our special Friends edition of ET. This is the real deal, and only we, Kev, are here to celebrate Friendsgiving. Ten years, 236 episodes, and six friends we can't get enough of. Lucky for us, there's a reunion show in the works. We always are trying to think of something to do. You know, we just have to figure out what the right thing is. But we will. Jen kind of broke the news to E.T. months ago. A source confirms that the talks are still in early stages, everyone is on board, but the cast is cautious and don't want to do the show and its fans a disservice. What do you guys want to do together? Oh, God. That's, there's, there's a lot of different ideas. But who knows? Welcome to the real world. Over the past few weeks, the friends have been giving us plenty of BFF moments. Matthew and Courtney got lunch together today. I know. How come we don't get invited to that? Oh, I cannot believe those two. She inspires me every day. Oh, every She's day. incredible, yeah. And when Jen finally joined the Gram last month, 
she literally broke it with this epic first post. She actually texted me and said, she said, you haven't followed me. I was like, of course I followed you. And she's like, no, you haven't. And then I realized I was one of the people caught in the glitch. So did we all just will this reunion into existence? What we did say to each other was, if we ever did reunite, let's do it on Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. That was the goal. We've been asking you about a Friends reboot, and now you said maybe. Well, you know, no was getting me nowhere. Maybe was getting me nowhere. So I don't know. I thought I'd try yes. See what happened. Don't you boys sneak a taste. <laughs> but before Phoebe, Rachel, Monica, Ross, Chandler, and Joey ever ordered a latte at Central Perk, they were all struggling actors in Hollywood. Joey doesn't share food! <laughs> Matt LeBlanc had 11 bucks in his bank account when he signed on to the show. Today, the man with a plan star is worth a reported 60 million. I guess the, the biggest change was the consistent work and spending time around really talented people, a lot of which are here on this show, too. Jennifer waited tables and worked as a telemarketer to make ends meet. Now, she not only stars in the morning show with Reese Witherspoon, she's also an executive producer. Hey, baby. We all remember Courtney Cox's big break, Dancing in the Dark. Today, she's mom to 15-year-old Coco and teaching her famous catchphrase to an adorable toddler Hi, Sonny. named Sonny. What did you say? What? I know. I know. I know. Lisa Kudrow recently confessed she felt like a mountain of a woman acting next to Courtney and Jen, saying, my bones feel bigger. Today, she's mom to 21-year-old son, Julian. Matthew Perry proved he still got his sense of humor when he was recently photographed for the first time in nearly two years, looking pretty scruffy and getting called out for his long nails. His response? I'm getting a manicure this morning. That's okay, right? I mean, it says man right in the word. I assume we're looking for an answer more sophisticated than to get you into bed. <laughs> and 22 years after he landed the role of Ross, David Schwimmer earned rave reviews for his portrayal of Robert Kardashian in 2016's The People vs. O.J. Simpson. In honor of Friendsgiving, theaters across the country are holding special screens of the iconic episode. It was even part of a pop-up installation in New York. Having the turkey on my head, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Who is that? It's Joey. The pop-up is also where we met up with some famous friends of friends. Heads up, bingalings. It's Maggie Wheeler. Oh. My. God. It said, fast-talking New Yorker. And I read the scene, and I saw that it said, moose and squirrel, squirrel and moose. Or you can mix and match. I heard her in my head, and I thought, okay, that's where I'm going. And James Michael Tyler, a.k.a. Gunther. Did you actually serve real coffee? Those were normally real lattes. I never made them. But like for the rest of the background actors, um, those were pretty much empty cups. My God, this couch is so comfortable. It is. I get why the cast loves spending so much time here in Central Perk. Uh, by the way, these days, it's just part of the Warner Brothers Backlot Tour. Just on the other side is the set from the Big Bang Theory. Really, this is one of the main attractions yeah. of the tour. Yeah, and unfortunately, there is no real Central Perk in New York, but it did inspire some real-life cafes because, of course, Friends is a worldwide phenomenon. It just blows my mind. I try not to think about how big the show is. I bought a house, bought a new car. Like, oh, good, they're interested in the hair. And like, all right, okay, fine. Everyone wants to know, that's great. <laughs> it does come as a surprise to me that people finding me a sex symbol. I'm not Brad Pitt. I'm not a hunk. We actually became really popular the summer after 
It aired, and then we did reruns in the summer. I think that's when we really took off. We've arrived. Arrived and still here making bank. Each friend reportedly pulls down a cool $20 million a year thanks to reruns. And we're betting the new streaming service HBO Max will be paying them a hefty sum for their reunion show. After all, they shelled out $425 million for the right to run the show exclusively for five years, starting in 2020. Thanks. Well, then, great. So what made it such a success? For starters, we all wanted to be friends with the friends. Yes, yes, for the last time, we are all actually good friends. Thank you. Thanks very much. We all went to Vegas this weekend, gambled. Oh, man. Warner Brothers let us have the jet, and we went, and it was too fun. There was a lot of bonding. No, that's pretty much all I can say about it. And we were obsessed with their real-life romances. When Courtney married David Arquette in 1999, producers jokingly changed everyone's name in the credits. Jen made headlines when she married Brad Pitt in 2000. Really got that sexy smoldering thing going on. His 2001 guest-starring role on the show, head of the I Hate Rachel Green Club. I think he's trying to mount something to me. (laughs) Matthew dating Julia Roberts was everything. They met when she guested on the show in 1995. Have you ever worn women's underwear? <laughs> it was so much fun, it was utterly nerve-wracking. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was so nervous. The thrill factor was high, high, high. And then there was that time the Friends made TV history. Laugh it up, but the joke's on you. It was the second season of the show when they found out they weren't all making the same salary. So they all went on strike and they all got raises. We wanted to be paid the same because we felt that was fair and putting in the same amount of work and it was kind of uh, something we believed in. That solidarity ultimately got them a million dollars per episode, per friend, for the last two seasons of the show. I remember our director, Jim Burroughs, sat us down and said, uh, you got to really watch out for each other because this is going to be something big. And we were like, yeah, right, you should do it. I've heard that before. <laughs> but he was right, and we really have uh, done that. And it is. It's a phenomenon. Well, all that money would definitely buy some nicer lounge chairs now. But how cool we get to hang out in these comfy, iconic pieces. Recline race. You win every time. Yeah. Oh, you're so slow. Is it true, though, that you had to dye your hair to play Gunther? Well, I had to keep dyeing my hair to play Gunther. A friend of mine bleached the the night before I went in the first uh, episode. And uh, they said, yeah, we like that look. Keep it for 10 years. That's why I don't have a lot of hair left. (laughs) All right. Well, while we get comfortable here, we're going to show you some things you may not have known about the famous friends. But see, they don't know that we know that they know. Bet you didn't know, Courtney and Jennifer originally auditioned for each other's roles before talking producers into swapping them, or that Ross was written with David in mind. Lots of internet articles will tell you that Jane Lynch auditioned for Phoebe, but here's the truth. Not me. No? No, I didn't audition for Phoebe from Friends. I didn't audition for anybody on Friends. Yeah, I didn't have good representation back then. Same goes for John Favreau in the role of Chandler. No, I read that. That's I, I never even auditioned for that. It was a cool character. I would have been so happy to be on a show like that. But they both did appear as guests on the show. John did six episodes as Monica's boyfriend. I bought a restaurant, and I would like you to be the head chef. What? Oh! The show was originally called Six of One. That's the pilot script with the old title signed by all the friends. But get this, season 10 almost didn't happen. It's rumored Jennifer was ready to move on from playing Rachel and that Brad didn't want her to do it either. But she agreed to come back because everyone else wanted to. Oh, maybe we should just take a break. 
And the tight-knit cast had a private huddle before every show, so shooting the final episode was emotional for everyone, but it kind of set Matt over the edge. That was, uh, I had quit smoking, and the last episode I started smoking again. <laughs> and uh, it was very, it was very sad. So, uh, <laughs> awkward hug or lame cool guy handshake? <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, lame cool guy handshake. How you doing? Don't! A who's who of A-list guest stars. 191 in all. They're surprising stories. Was that a good memory? Plus, our very first time on the set. I'm doing E.T. right now. Before the friends were famous. In France and America. And the hilarious moments that never made air. Which cast member was the easiest to crack up? <laughs> Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Welcome back to ET's Friendsgiving special. Smelly cat, smelly cat. Did you know Lisa Kudrow actually couldn't play the guitar? In fact, she suggested that Phoebe play the bongos. The bongos? It wouldn't have been the same. No, nah, it wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have no. made the show. A lot like you're singing. Oh. It would have been destined for the blooper reel, just like these moments. Because you know what? <laughs> it's not your fault. Hi. Hi. <laughs> the easiest friend to crack up on set? That'd be Lisa, who used to stop production because she couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Biggest pranksters who ruined everybody else's take? That'd be Matt and Matthew, of course. Oh, soap opera digest! <laughs> As for the cutest scene stealers, it's his dad. Huh. <laughs> it's Ben and his dada. Dada. Well, you might as well say it because I told you. But with shoot nights that could go as late as one in the morning, everyone got a little punchy sometimes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whoa. What's you? Okay. You used to be able to act. I know. <laughs> no, 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 I won't. That'll make us laugh more. No, no, do it. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> or the, uh, the Parker Colonial t <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. What? You never heard it before? <laughs> if you thought that was funny, wait until you see E.T.'s lost moments with the cast. I cannot concentrate. The big star who once went wild for Matt. I don't remember that at all. Plus, aren't you a little cute to be a doctor? George, Brad, Reese, our favorite guest stars tell all. It was such a, 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 an indelible moment in my life. <laughs> Welcome back to E.T.'s Friendsgiving special. I think I officially win the award for wearing all of Chandler's clothing. Yeah, I think the line is, could I be wearing any more clothes? Look at me, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> or as Janice would say, oh my God. 
I love how you go from Maggie to Janice so quickly. It's it's unbelievable. And OMG was all of our reactions when we saw the list of famous guest stars that have joined the Friends Guest Star Club. Hey, how you doing? Don't! It was so great. It was such a... Uh, an indelible moment in my life, <laughs> being at Central Perk and working with Jennifer Aniston. Hi. Uh, Rachel, I'm Dr. Mitchell. And I'm his friend, Dr. Rosen. <laughs> Aren't you a little cute to be a doctor? That was the first sitcom I ever did. And I remember getting a laugh about hummus or chickpeas or something and thinking, this is so stupid, I'm getting a laugh on this line. God bless a chickpea. <laughs> the person who I had all my scenes with who was just an angel was Lisa Kudrow. Being here with all of you in event room C, I feel so lucky. I wish that was him in real life. That's when you play the positive person, right? Right. What do you mean you you wish I played that person? I'm sorry. That's who I am. I'm a positive person. Hey, Peter, it's me, Rhonda, from PS369. I shared my pudding with you, man. A lot of people remember me, Gabrielle Union and Aisha Tyler. I don't know what other black people were on there. Boyfriend? No. I'm Joey. People were like, you know you're the first black person on Friends. And then someone somewhere at the network was like, no, we counted, and you're actually the, the first African-American love interest on Friends. I'm sorry. Have I made this evening uncomfortable? People still are like, oh, my kid is watching that show now, and they love you on that show. And I'm like, I look the same, don't I? I was on that show, yeah. Don't learn the words. Let the words learn you. (laughs) Couldn't I just sleep with the producer? Everyone from the Duchess of York to a real housewife has made an appearance. 191 guest stars in all, including a couple of Jennifer's exes. She was breaking up with then-boyfriend Tate Donovan when he played her love interest on the show. Sometimes we'd slip and they go, oh, well, hold a second, you guys don't know each other. I'm like, right, 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 right. But eight-year-old Cole Sprouse is the one who had a crush on her. I remember being infatuated with Jennifer Aniston. Now, what is my first line? <laughs> Okay. I don't want to get in trouble with with Courtney. But she does have soft lips. Yeah, she does. And and beautiful eyes. Um, My wife understands. Tom Selleck shaved his stash when he did his 10-episode arc on the show. Wow, your lip went bald. That cast was family. Everybody was sitting on everybody's lap. Courtney on somebody's lap. And Bruce Willis won an Emmy for the role he agreed to do after losing a bet to Matthew. Remember, they starred in the whole nine yards together. Let's see how this movie turns out. If it does well, you can be on the show, and if it doesn't, it's Bruce Willis to block. (laughs) (laughs) Joey? Hi, Ross. You can't spell friends without Hannigan. No one else has a name like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never quite could get over the fact that I was sitting in Central Perk. What was your best memory about working on it? I can't believe I'm here. Terror. It, I don't know, was that a good memory? All right, so what was it like that very last episode, last day on set? It was incredibly emotional just, you know, saying goodbye to people that we loved, saying goodbye to the characters that we created that we love so much. So uh, there were a lot of tears. You still kind of miss it? Yeah, I do. I love that. Well, we are there at the end, but we were also there at the very beginning, starting with our very first set visit. Action. Does this look too, like, posy? 
I remember you when you guys were there, and we did so many interviews, and it was the big press machine. I mean, we did a lot of things to promote the show. Hi, we're here for uh, entertainment tonight with uh, television's Courtney Cox and television's David Schwimmer. We were like, I don't know, like little puppy dogs, just, you know, like climbing all over each other and playing and playing games and wanted to be together all the time. It was fun. The whole thing was the best experience that I could possibly imagine. I felt very lucky to have been a part of that show. Hi, we're here for uh, entertainment <laughs> We first met all the friends in 1994, just a few months after they started working together. And from the very start, we could tell this crew was tight. <laughs> America. We were even there when the cast was having fun off the set. Man, that was awesome. My parents, they're proud of me. From movie premieres to photo shoots, yep, that's 13-year-old Jessica Biel before Seventh Heaven hit the air. He's pretty cute, I have to say. He's cute in real life. Okay, back, back. I don't remember that at all. We were even on the set of Matt's spin-off series, Joey. And after all these years, this cast is still real-life friends goals for us. It's like no time has elapsed, you know? You put six people in a building with no windows for 10 years, all day, every day, and then let them out, they're gonna drift apart, but then they, when they get back together, it's like the, it's like it never stopped. When need be, we're still pretty tight. I'm holding out hope. We're going to keep asking. Yeah, and are. here's what I get from that. Never say never. I'm not saying never. Okay, ever. Thank you. Hey, everyone. It's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Celebrating an E.T. birthday, Empire star Bashir Gray is 26, TV host John Stewart is 57, and four-time Oscar nominee Ed Harris is 69. Pivot! 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 Shut up, shut up, shut up! This hallway is definitely bigger than the one Ross brought his couch up, and Ross turned Pivot into one of our favorite friends' lines ever. Pivot! <laughs> Pivot! But your lines, oh my god. So memorable. Thank you for helping us out today and being here. Congratulations on the anniversary and good night, everyone from New York. Pivot! If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcast.